What is up, my beautiful people? Welcome back to the Moments Podcast. You guys still can't process we're making a podcast, but here I am saying it again. I am so thankful for you. I am so excited. I feel like it's been weeks since I recorded the last episode. It was literally like five days ago, but the last 72 hours of my life has felt like an actual 10 years. I'm doing a whole episode on what I've gone through the past couple of days, but you guys really, I don't even know. It's been, it's been an emotional roller coaster. Let me tell you that. But I'm happy to be back and sitting down. I'm recording in the car again, except this time I'm in the middle of Arizona. My mom's here. We have a special guest. We're about to get into some, some really fun stuff. But before I do that, if you haven't listened to episode one and two, go ahead and do that. I also just made a TikTok for this podcast where I'm also going to be posting recorded clips. Like if you guys want to see this filmed, then head over to TikTok. I might get it to YouTube soon, but we're not quite there yet and I'll get there. And you know the drill. If you don't follow the Instagram already, go do that. But let me tell you guys what this episode is going to be all about. I've been so excited to record this episode. I'm a little bit nervous now that it's happening, but I asked you guys on my Instagram story, what are questions that you're scared to ask your mom, but really want to have the answers to. And you guys gave me some good questions and I'm just as scared to ask my mom, except I have to do it now because I said I was going to do it. But I am super excited that my mom gets to be the first person that I get to have on the podcast because she is my ultimate best friend, my rock, the reason I'm making this podcast and my travel buddy, which is why she's with me in the middle of Arizona in the middle of who knows, who knows. But I'm really putting her in the hot seat, so let me just go ahead and introduce my mom, Jamie. It's so weird saying Jamie, but here she is. Hey guys, what's up? What's up? We're nervous, very nervous. Yeah, One, because you guys know I don't like to talk in front of people. I don't even let my family watch my YouTube videos. So to have to be recording, filming, doing all of this with her, asking scary questions all at the same time, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little awkward, but we're learning, okay? It's a learning process. And I got my nervousness of talking in front of people from my mom. So yeah, I get really nervous talking in front of people. Even my own daughter, which sounds so weird. Yeah, and it's weird for me to not even be able to talk about these things in front of my mom, except I, I post them for the internet to see, and I record a podcast every week. But I don't know. I mean, we all have our weird things, and I think that that's definitely one of ours that we share. So, you know, cheers to overcoming our fears. Yes. Did that rhyme? That kind of rhyme. It kind of did. Okay, yeah. nice. I never imagined being in the hot seat in front of Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah, well, you guys, I'm just going to I'm going to I'm going to spill the beans. I was supposed to be in a van. We were supposed to be in a van. I was supposed to buy a van. I bought a van. We had some issues. No more van. I want to do a whole episode talking about this just because it's been a really emotional roller coaster and it's been a really hard thing to process, but that's kind of the basis of it. My dream got a little bit crushed. I know that I'm in the happening and I know that I'll find the reason soon, but you know what? We still get to be on this trip. We still get to do a road trip. We ended up renting a car and we're driving to Texas. But soon enough, I'll be able to take you guys through that whole entire story. I have footage of everything that's going to be painful to watch, but I do want to share it with you guys. I just need you to be, give me some grace, some patience. I'm handling a lot of emotions when it comes to this van, so I promise it's coming soon. And that's not what you guys are here to listen to anyways. You guys want to hear me ask my mom really embarrassing questions about things like Oh, I can't even say thing. I can't. I'm so immature, you guys. I can't even say the S word. Like, I literally oh, no. can't even say. Oh, no. <laughs> guys, this is going to be fun. But we're going to start out with some easier questions because I need some time for myself to, to get used to this. And I think that my mom does, too. Yeah, I need to warm up a little bit. We definitely need, a, like, a warm-up yeah, round. For sure, for sure. <laughs> So a lot of you guys know, if you did listen to the first episode, that I had like a really hard time in middle school, in college, and then in Hawaii too. I've had a lot of rough patches, and I think that as I've gotten older, it's gotten easier for my mom to like see when I'm going through stuff and, and all that, but it's been such a learning process, and I think it's such, it's such an interesting thing to compare 
what my relationship was with my mom when I first was going through like a bad mental state compared to what it is with my mom now. Like when I was in seventh grade and I was really going through it, I don't think, I don't necessarily think we had a good relationship. Like I think I was mad at you every time you tried to help me. Always. Like, you always got mad at me. We just fought all the time. And I think that it was just a simple lack of communication. It was, I didn't know how to process my feelings. You didn't understand what I was feeling. So we just took things out on each other. Yeah. Right? And no, I, we did. Yeah. And I think that the one thing I've really learned just growing up is that you have to communicate things because if I don't communicate it, you're not going to, you can't read my mind. No. Like, just because she's your mom and she's your family and you guys are connected, she still can't read your mind. You know? Yeah, and I remember you would, like, ask for help, and then when I would try to help you, you would be like, what are you doing? Like, no, I don't I just that answer. I never wanted to trust my mom. And honestly, we still get in the same kind of arguments, but I just think we've navigated it a little bit more. Like, now I know she's right, but I still choose to kind of not listen, versus when I was younger and this was happening, I just... I thought she was so wrong, and I did not want to listen to anything that my mom had to say. And I think that that's a phase that we all go through. I mean, you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, but I know that all of my friends in middle school just went through a phase where they're like, my mom is so annoying. She says, I can't do this. She won't let me hang out with blah, 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 and she won't let me do this. And it it just, it sucked, but we We, grow past it. I mean, we get out of that phase. We all go through that. It's, I did the same thing with my mom. Yeah, like, I remember my mom moms are stupid. Like, they're dumb. Yeah, my mom used to tell me in high school, not when she was in high school, she tells me about stories from when she was in high school where her and her mom would get in fights because didn't she wear, like, blue nail polish one time? Yeah, And you got in, like, so much trouble? Like, so much trouble. She told me to go in the store and get new nail polish because we were going on a trip. So I went in the store and I bought purple nail polish instead of blue. Mom, that is so rebellious of you. She just didn't like blue, but what's wrong with purple? So Wait, she seriously just didn't like blue? Well, I, I don't know. I was being a smart Alex. So oh. I went in and I bought purple and I took it off <gasps> and I painted my nails in the back seat on the way to St. Augustine and we got there and she looked down at my nails and it was purple, which I guess was even worse than blue to her. And I got in so much trouble. Like I was a rebel. Anyways, that might be kind of a pointless and lame story, but, but moral of the story is we fight with our moms all the time and that's totally normal. And I also just want to say like, if you guys are are struggling with anything on your relationship with your mom or wherever you're at, I just want you to know that my mom is your mom and we're here for you. And if any of you guys ever need anything, both of our DMs are open. She's your mom today. And we're, we're about to keep, we're about to get into it. Okay. So you guys asked me a bunch of questions and I think like one of the first things that I want to ask you just because, I mean, this is a question that I've always had too. When I am going through like a hard place and I'm in a bad spot like what's going through your mind when you can just kind of see me going downhill but I won't listen to you and I won't do anything well so I guess I that would have changed you mean like when you were in middle school or do you mean like now because I feel like give me both scenarios like I remember when you were in middle school and you would literally text me every single day all day long and I would always think there was like something wrong with her we went through every doctor and then I got to the point where I was just like shutting down and realized I just had to like let you go through it and kind Mm -hmm. of like let you suffer a little bit to grow (laughs) does that sound mean you gotta suffer (laughs) you gotta go through the pain no you're right Right, but you sometimes just have to like get through it like I couldn't like I just sat there all the time with the messages all day at work and I remember just being so sick to my stomach but then when it's every day all day you kind of get numb to it Mm -hmm. so that's when kind of like I felt like after we went to every doctor and we did everything we could, like, I knew you weren't going to die, and you just had to find your way through it. No, you guys, if you listen to the first episode, I I told you that when I was going through, like, really, really bad anxiety and depression in middle school, more anxiety than depression, but I, I thought I was dying of an internal illness because my stomach hurt every single day. I didn't know what anxiety was. I didn't know that that could have a physical effect on me, and I would text my mom, like, Mom, I'm so sick. We need to go to the doctor. We need to do acupuncture. We just... I don't even know. We tried everything. Yeah, but I feel like as a mom, being at the age that you're at, not to like, you know, call you old or anything, but you've gone through your own phases where you've gone through the happening, you found the reason. Like, did you realize that that was going to happen for me and that's kind of why you were just like, I just have to let her go through it? Yes. After we went through like all of the tests and I knew you were going to be okay, I just 
I just knew from experience I had to let you go through it. And did you think that I was actually dying too, or did you know I was just like anxious? Like, did you think I was making it up when I was, when I texted you that I felt sick all the time? No, I didn't think you were making it up. Um, you just thought I was a, a little bit dramatic. Uh, you were a little bit dramatic, but <laughs> but that is also the age. But I also kind of felt like, what is going on at school? Like, what's making her like this? But I would ask you, like, is there a friend that's bothering you? Is and somebody I wouldn't being tell mean her to you? Like, I was full yeah. on being bullied, like, in the movies. And I wouldn't say those things. Like, I would briefly mention to her something every once in a while. But I don't know. I didn't want to tell you that people didn't like me and were being mean to me. Like, I didn't want to, I think it was like, a, I don't want to let you down thing. So I wanted it to seem like I just had this perfect life, I guess. But it all goes back to the fact that I just didn't communicate anything. So it makes it hard for you as a mom to actually understand what I'm going through and like know the right ways to comfort me. Because if you knew it was anxiety, it might've been like a different route of comforting versus if I just kept acting like I really just was sick and didn't feel good. Yeah, it would have been completely different. We would have taken a whole nother course. Like if mm -hmm. I if I knew that like people were bothering you or you were being bullied or you know, anything like that, I did know it was anxiety. Um mm -hmm. once we went through everything and I knew it wasn't anything else, I knew it was anxiety. And there's like only so much you can do to get somebody out of I that. I get it from my mama. Yeah, you're just like <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, we're both a little anxious recording this if you can't tell, but I think I think we'll loosen up a little yeah, bit. Of course. So I think really the moral of the story with, with that question and this situation is just you can't, you can't expect what you don't communicate. So if you are going through something and you feel like you're at a really tough point, talk to people. Talk to your mom, just like I've said in all the other episodes. But like if, if someone doesn't understand what you're going through and you don't tell them, they're not going to be able to read your mind and you're just going to kind of... And if it's not your mom that you can talk to, like find somebody else I think times are so different now like like it's okay to talk about your anxiety like when we were younger like people didn't talk about this kind of mm -hmm. stuff they didn't communicate communicate it like even when you were younger I mean yeah like, I mean it is so much about. more awesome that mental health is more talked about and there's so many people that you can talk to I mean text your friends just be just be aware of how you're feeling instead of trying to like keep things just in. be honest like get mm -hmm. it out it's so much better if you talk about it mm-hmm Okay, another question. I just want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mix in a little spicy question because we just got really. Jeez, <laughs> we just got really deep. Um, so, a lot of people asked, like, do you know when your kids are lying? Because she's got three of us. I have two little brothers. So, do you know when we're lying? Because I mean, I know things that like Colby does that. I don't know if you know. Like, how good are your mom senses? Oh, I totally know when you're lying to me. Really? Like. How do I you completely, know? Just so well, I can give the girls some tips if they do need to lie, how to do it. I'm just kidding. Guys, do not lie. Do not lie. Anyways. Be honest. And it, you know what? It, I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong. Like, I feel like you guys don't lie to me <laughs> that often. <laughs> do you lie? I don't lie anymore. But, guy, I used to lie in middle school just about stupid stuff. But you guys knew that. You and Dad would always think I was a little liar. I always told white lies. Yeah. But and... I don't lie so much anymore. No, because you don't have a reason to. But the thing is, is when you would lie, yes, you would. You would lie quite often, but I would <laughs> choose my battles with which ones I called you out on. Like, okay. I would push a lot of them under the rug because I didn't want you to know how much I knew you, how well I could read you. So I would just wait till it was, like, really bad where I had to take it up with you. But the rest of it was, like, silly nonsense stuff. And I just wanted you to kind of, like be you and I wanted to see how far you would push it <laughs> okay is fair. that weird no I mean I feel like that's reasonable and it's fair and it's also because I think you wanted to build up a trust with me where eventually I would tell you the things I was lying about and if you were like call me out on all my lies I feel like I would have only kept doing it yeah no I, mean, I... I didn't lie about anything crazy I was a good kid I didn't I really no, it didn't was like silly much. stuff that's what but... I never understood it was like the dumbest, silly. I just did things. it for maybe I did it for like the adrenaline rush, like to to just like to keep myself on the edge of my seat. Like I don't know. I guess I don't know. But anyways, I guess I guess it's true that moms do have that sense and they know exactly when you're lying. So whoever put that question in, maybe stop lying. I don't know. Well, yeah, because your your mom knows you best, or your parents, you know, know you best. And I mean, they did raise you. Yeah. They taught you all of our all of our techniques that we use. 
we learn from our parents. So I guess it, it really does make sense that they have like that, that you guys have that sense of just, oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're doing, when you're doing, what you're doing at all times. That being said, another question that people asked a lot is like, why are parents so strict? Like why, what, what is it that makes you guys not let us do the things that other kids our age are allowed to do? I mean, like I know with me, I was, all my friends were going to high school parties before I was allowed to go to high school parties. So in your eyes, why, why can't I do what everyone else my age is doing? Because we want to like keep you in a bubble. It's like, it's something that you like don't understand until you have children. Like it's such a scary world out there. And so, yeah, I wanted to like always keep you in that bubble. And I know there was a lot of kids out there like going to parties and doing all these things, but like I wanted to keep you safe. You just wanted to protect me. I was your little baby. It's like I just wanted to keep your like mind innocent, and I had a crazy like high school and yeah, went to a lot of parties. Yeah, she was absolutely wild, and I just don't think she wanted me to be as crazy as her. I yeah, I didn't want you to like anything that like I went through in my life. I wanted to protect you. From. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly can't imagine like having a kid, raising them, and then having to like watch them go to parties and go to college and go. To, go do all of that stuff. And I mean, to be fair, I think that you guys were extra strict just cause I was your first kid because, and cause I'm a girl, like literally my little brother, you guys, he's 16 and he can do whatever he wants and he gets away with everything. So I just like to think it's because I'm your favorite. <laughs> cause you're my favorite. No. You are my favorite daughter. Oh, I just got so excited. I'm your only daughter, mom. I know. So you're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was, like, I wish I, you could have seen your face. You, like, lit up. I got, okay, you know what? Next question. <laughs> that hurt my feelings. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Okay, so, honestly, I don't know if someone asked this question or it was more just something I wrote down because it was a question that I've always had, but what are characteristics that you look for in my friends? Like, who, what kind of friends do you want me to bring home? I mean, I've always had to just go with my gut instincts. Like, a mom just always knows. Like, you would bring some friends home, and I would know instantly, like... Oh, she knows exactly what's going to happen with every single friend that I ever talk about. I mean, she has not once been wrong. Uh, it's it's <laughs> literally like a superpower. She can tell me what the exact situation is going to be months before it even happens. It really is crazy. Uh, moms Thinking are, back. Like, it blows my mind. Yeah, but really, I guess you just, you want me to bring home friends who are always, like, supporting me, looking out for me, like, want me to, I don't know, you just kind of, like you, you just trust it. You just you trust can tell when a friend is, like, your friend and really cares about what you're doing and mm -hmm. is in, engaged with the family and, like, comes in the house and has conversation and looks you in the eyes. There's, like, just certain things, like, you need to... Yeah, and this is probably something that... It's like a hard pill to swallow, but guys, if, if your mom or anyone in your family says, like, I don't really trust that person, I don't really think you should have them around, you got to believe them. Like, you just have to, because they're never wrong. They're almost never wrong. And in the moment, you probably won't understand that. Never. I mean, when yeah. you used to tell me these things, I'd be like, no, mom, you're so wrong. This person is blah, 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 and blah, blah, and they're the best person in the whole world. Mm -hmm. And then years later, look. Mm -hmm. Full look circle. It. It's always a full circle. But anyways, next question. What are some of the things that you wish you did before I came into the picture? If you guys don't know, I kind of came out of nowhere. But <laughs> say I didn't come out. Like, what would you have done more of before me? Gosh, I don't know, because I feel like I lived, like, a pretty full life before I had you. Like, I, mean, I feel you like did a lot. I traveled a lot. Um, I didn't realize it at the time, but, like, thinking back, the opportunities that, like, came into my life at a young age, and I never said no to them, um, mm -hmm. like, took me a lot of places. I did a ton of traveling. I knew at that moment I wasn't going to be going to college, so... I kind it wasn't of like was her little, that. I was her little miracle. Yeah, you were. You just, like, I really feel like you were, like, God sent you to me at the right moment mm -hmm. in my life before. He always does. Probably, yeah. Like, I probably, like, 99% sure would have gone down a really bad path if, like, you weren't planted in me at that moment. 
planted. planted. I was planted. You were totally and planted. And then I blossomed into this, like, beautiful, amazing thing. Yeah. Oh, gross. And I used to just, Being like... Being so passionate. <laughs> no. You can't do that. You're going to make me all emotional. You're going to start crying. <laughs> no more tears. No more tears, guys. It's been guys. so funny. Every single time we talk about the V word. No, that sounds so bad. That's <laughs> the van. The van. The van. She starts crying. Like, I'll send her a TikTok of someone else's van. And she'll start crying. And you'll look over and she's just tears coming down her eyes. She's she's more emotional than I am. I have kind of delayed emotions. So I tend to laugh things off. And when she cries, I laugh. And, you know, it, but it's I... just... I think that's why we do so well with each other. Like, I'm your rock and you're my rock because... In different ways. Yeah, like, like I'm emotional. Like, I really... She's telling the honest-to-God truth. Like, I can't stop crying over the van. And she sits here and she's like, it's happening for a reason. And I know that. But, like, we're going to get home and she's going to be crying. And at that and point, I'm going to be strong. Yeah. And, like, we're going to be, like, out of the happening. It's just... It's very interesting. Like How we work. Yeah. Our dynamic is definitely weird. But, but it's good. And it works. That being said, another question that a lot of people asked was, do you deal with anxiety and do you struggle with these things? And the answer is definitely yes. I mean, we both do. Everything that I struggle with, I got from her, so I know she feels it too. And I think that we actually help each other get past being anxious. Yeah, 100%. Like, I I don't really know how I deal with my anxiety. I kind of actually have been learning more from you over the process, like watching you go through it has taught me a lot. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Does it does it make you more anxious when you see me anxious? Like, is that a mom thing that happens? Like, when you see me struggling, does it make you struggle? Or are you more just like, all right, here we go again. Like, let me get her out of this. Like, I don't know if... I think empathetic is the right word. But do you feel the emotions that I feel? I totally do feel the emotions I feel. But I, at that point, like... I kind of, like, put on my big girl panties and I turn into, like, mom mode of, like, like, anxiety is taking over inside of me, but, like, I don't want you to know that. So I kind of, like, put on this, like, false face and are like, come on, this is what we got to do to get through it. Like, this is what Mm -hmm. we have to do when I try to pick you up, but, yeah, like, I really want to, like, run around the corner and cry. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, I always, like, I don't want you to feel my insecurities. So as a parent, I've always tried to just, like, pretend like everything's fine like what are you doing yeah we were talking about that literally the other day probably yesterday who knows what day probably two hours ago and it feels like (laughs) it was last year but you don't tell me that you struggle with the same things that I do in the hopes of it just having less of an effect on me I think yeah because I don't want you to like explain it like the insecurities and the stuff that I grew up with like I've always wanted you to be the opposite so I've kind of like tried to train you or guide you or lead you to be like the polar opposite of the things that like kept me back so like for instance like dancing and doing things like that like I would never do that like I'm very like oh my god people are watching me I don't want to dance like I'm super Mm -hmm. insecure about that and so like I would always push you to go dance which is just so weird or like say you were like at a wedding go out Lex go and no I don't want to come on come on you have to (laughs) yeah because you're like uh oh Oh, she's she can't be like, like me. me. Go, get out there. Go, go. Yeah. And I mean, I think that that's a good system and it works. And it's also just like, I mean, I honestly wish I knew that sooner because it almost puts me at ease with the things I go through because in a way it makes me feel less alone, I would say, because I know where it's coming from and why I'm like that. Right. But, but I mean, now I do, now I get it, but at a younger age... Yeah, at a younger age, but like... I think that that's something that you do almost like block off your emotions in a way oh yeah like it definitely if it's a mom listening to this I think that as a kid don't do that so like I should have talked about it with you a little yeah, bit you like, should have been more like for me if, if if you were like go dance go dance I used to be terrified of that I would almost want to be like oh well I'm not gonna I'm gonna go oh, because that's so interesting I mean that also is kind of just the way my brain is wired sometimes where yeah. it's like oh I want to like not impress my mom, but, like, make you proud, I think. Right. So then if you were, like, oh, I used to struggle, I want you to go do it for me. Like, to make, I, I don't know, I just think I would have That's so it. interesting, yeah. Like, I guess, I guess I need to hear that stuff from you, or I guess you need to hear that Yeah, I mean, it's kids. just, it's teaching each other, and it's, I think the biggest takeaway from this whole podcast is just 
Communication. Even if because, it's awkward. Like, you just... Like, this is even awkward Oh, this for is us. so awkward. This like, is so <laughs> literally, we're staring at each other, talking to you guys, talking to this microphone, but, but you guys aren't technically here yet, so it's weird. A little intermission. I get ecstatic to read you guys this ad because Thrive Cosmetics has been my go-to mascara and makeup for years now. So getting to be able to tell you about them is truly a dream come true. One thing that I absolutely love about Thrive is that they have clean, skin-loving ingredients and their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. You guys know if you follow me anywhere, but just listening to the podcast, makeup isn't my strongest suit, but I do love to play around with it and Thrive makes it so simple. And another thing that amazes me about Thrive is that for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products to fund and help communities thrive, which is so beautiful. And they also have an infinity waterproof eyebrow liner, which is so cool. You can get your eyebrows looking exactly how you need them to, and then go jump in the pool. But my most favorite, other than their mascara, which is my top tier Thrive Cosmetics product, it's like a liquid lash extensions mascara. It's tubing. It is, I wear it in the water. It doesn't make me look like a raccoon or a panda. It is incredible. But they also have this brilliant eye brightener that you can use as highlighter. You can use it in your inner corner. I have always used it as my inner corner and it is the best. So refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com moments. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U, S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash moments for 10% off your first order. We all know how much taking a small action can make a big difference in your life or somebody else's life, whether that's smiling at a stranger, waking up 30 minutes earlier, practicing a new skill for a few days. Small actions go a long way. And the small action I've added to my life lately is taking Seeds DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. It helps maintain a healthy gut and healthy digestion. I genuinely feel things moving through my body easier and I feel better overall taking it. It doesn't only just help your digestion and your gut, it also helps your heart health and your skin and you just take two little capsules a day. It's also very awesome for me to know that it's backed by science and lots of it. When it was developed in collaboration with Seed Scientific Board and based on their foundational work in probiotics and the microbiome, it's a product that you know you can trust. And also, our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for all of the things like digestion, skin health, heart health, and your immune system. Overall, it is a great thing that you should take. So trust your gut with Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash moments and use code 25moments to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash moments. Code 25 moments. You're going to absolutely love it. It's been my favorite thing to take. Speaking of awkward. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't even want to ask you these questions because they're just so awkward. And I know that a lot of people can talk about their mom with, like, the boys they've kissed, the boys they've, like, done stuff with, or just the people that they've done stuff with. But I, I I don't really talk to my mom about that stuff, so... You guys asked a lot of questions about it, and I think that that's something a lot of us don't talk to our mom about, so I'm going to do it for you. Okay, starting simple. When it comes to bringing someone home, like if I were to bring a guy home or have someone take me on a date, what are the automatic green flags, what are the red flags, and what is the, like, absolutely not, my daughter cannot hang around this kid? Like, if he came to the house to pick you up and he didn't come knock on the door... And he didn't come in to meet daddy and I. That's a huge red flag. And you would be like, I don't like this kid? Yeah, like, goodbye. Goodbye. No way. Like, if you're going to take my daughter out and I'm going to trust you, you need to come inside and meet us. Yeah. And I know that can be hard because when you're, like, 15 or 16 and you, like, have this boy, it's embarrassing to you. I mean, like, when I was 15 or 16, I honestly wasn't really hanging out with boys. But I know that if I were to have been, I would have done it so sneakily. Like, I wouldn't have wanted to be like... You have to meet my mom. Like, actually, one time I went to the movies. My This was, like, my first real date, and it was actually when I had my first kiss. But I went to the movies with this kid my freshman year, and my mom went to drop me off. 
And she was like, I have to meet him. And I was like, Mom, no, please, please, no. He was a year older than me, too. So he was like a sophomore. And I was like, Mom, no, please, you can't meet him. You can't meet him. Like, I was so nervous just because, I don't know, it's such an uncomfortable thing. Like, having your mom meet the boy you're talking to or having to talk to your mom about boys. And then, like, sometimes you don't even want to tell them you're going on a date because then they're going to ask you questions about the date. And I don't know. Why do we get so nervous to talk to our parents about boys? Or anyone, whatever it is. But don't you remember, too, though, that you were so embarrassed that I wanted to meet him? But then his mom came out with him and met me. Really? Don't you remember that? Not really, actually. Yes, she came out, and I got to meet her. And so then I'm like, oh, yeah, I like this family. It really is just, like, a parent thing, like, that you just want to meet. Like, to have that that comfort, that face-to-face, like, I can actually trust this kid. And I guess it's the same thing, though, like, even with a friend, not even a boyfriend. Uh-huh. Like, so whenever you were going someplace, like, if you said, oh, I'm sleeping at so-and-so's house all the time and you wanted to try to do that, like, I had to talk to the parent. Yeah, and like, I, I had to know so the parent. mad at you. You were so embarrassed. Because for some reason, some of my other friends didn't do that. Like, their parents wouldn't call the other person's mom. But my mom was always like... What time are you going? Where are you going to be? Who's going to be there? What's the mom's phone number? Can I call her? Every detail. And at the time, I found it to be the most annoying thing ever. But I've grown to appreciate it so much just because even though I didn't realize it, she was keeping me out of so many bad situations. And I I mean, I'm just grateful for it. So if you're at a point where your parents are like super strict, as much as I know that it it could suck right now, and it, it probably does... A couple years down the road, you're going to be so grateful because I know that I am so, so, so thankful that I didn't end up on the path that I was trying to go down in high school because there were certain people that I always wanted to hang out around and my mom just, she knew. Like, she's like, I don't think this is you. I don't think this is where you fit in. And I never understood it until I did. And I finally got to the point where I did. It was like I was in the happening at the time and now I know the reason because she just led me in the right direction. And I think that that's really all our parents try to do yeah we try to protect you and keep you in that bubble and I think another big thing like with friends and situations with Lexi was like keeping um you're like guilty by association so like really making sure that you're hanging around with the right people Mm -hmm. um and with social media even back then at the time like you know posting pictures of the right people I I wasn't allowed to have snapchat no snapchat because you take a picture and then it's just like out there to the world like I could never see it I couldn't monitor it so once I allowed like and I was Instagram and like we are so young someone actually dm'd me the other day and was like my mom won't let me get snapchat what do I do I was like girl thank her and I just kind of explained that like at the time I mean it was also when snapchat first became a thing so everyone was just like flirting with each other doing like I don't even know I mean you guys you guys are all basically about my age I think about like when snapchat first came out and how like people were I mean my mom just had good intuition and she didn't want me on there and I'm thankful for how strict you were all the time I would go on like your friends pages like with Instagram and stuff and I'm like oh my god look at what this girl's doing like look at what you can you can like judge a lot by what people post and what people do and I hate to judge a book by its cover but it's kind of like what you have to do when it comes to who your child's hanging out with Yeah, and I I mean, I hate to be like that, too. It's like, I I don't want to judge anyone, and I think that wherever everyone is at in their life, they're on that path for a reason. But I know that personally that that's not where I was supposed to be, and I know that my mom was just looking out for me when she had all of those thoughts, when she told me I couldn't do things, and I've just learned so much from it. I was always just looking out for you. Like, I just wanted to keep you safe. I never wanted you to struggle with anything else or deal with the consequences that you would mm-hmm. like just making a bad choice the consequences that come from it like that would have hurt me so bad so I always wanted to protect you from anything bad happening and also when we're so young we don't realize how impressionable we are and how much peer pressure is an actual thing and in simply someone being like oh do you want to do this it's not like they're forcing you to do it you're just so young and you think it's cool that you just do it and and we don't think about it and we don't think about things. And I remember I used to have like a Finsta and, and you let me go to high school parties in like my senior year, even the end of my junior year. And like, you knew that I was drinking every once in a while, but you made sure that I did not take one picture. I did not post one thing. And, yeah. and looking back, if you didn't do that, I wouldn't be here. Like you just, 
yeah, I mean, like you said, you're just always protecting me. So just trust your moms, guys. Trust, trust your parents, even when you don't want to. And I think the most important thing, too, for you guys to realize is, like, like you have one reputation. And it it's so important. You can't, like, you can't get a new reputation. So, like, the things that you do, even as a child, like, the impressions that you make on people, even if you're in high school, the impressions that come out, like, kind of live with you forever. Like, forever. I think back to, like, high school of, like, you know, some girls doing certain things or guys doing certain things and like those memories stick in my head to this day so when I hear you know Joe's name I think of blah, blah, whatever blah. instantly mm-hmm. so that's why it's so important to like just be just, good to yeah, everyone respect your live reputation with, live with good intentions and just be aware I mean most of you guys are probably my age little younger little older just be aware of what you're doing what you're posting who you're hanging out with it all goes, goes back to like checking your surroundings, keeping good people around you. Because if you're in a room with five people who have a smoking addiction, you're going to be the sixth person to have that smoking addiction. I just, I just read that in a book somewhere, but it goes the same thing, vice versa. If you're in a room with five people who do community service every weekend, before you know it, you're going to be doing community service every weekend. So just trust your parents, keep good people around you, live with good intentions. And I think that that's just a really important tip. Yeah. That we forget about all the time. I mean, even now, I forget to listen to my parents, and I forget that they're always right. <laughs> Before I get into the spiciest question, I think that a question that was asked so many times was, what is the hardest thing about being a mom? Like, not to scare all of us who are eventually going to be moms, but, <laughs> but what is the hardest thing? And also, I feel like as your kid, it'll be nice to know that, because it'll maybe change the way I, I act or do, just, yeah, go on. Gosh, I think the hardest thing is, like, just watching you fail. Watching you <laughs> like, fail? Like, watching you, like, trip and fall because it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you're a baby and you, like, trip and fall, it's like as a mom, it just, like, it just hurts so bad. And, and it's so, hard because, like, yeah, you, know like, you didn't want them to trip and fall. Like, that hurts when you scrape your elbow. And so when you get older you like trip and fall in different ways and so, mental health i mean yeah i mean it can be so it can be like from like heartbreak to someone like being mean to you or someone making fun of you and that like <laughs> are you gonna cry <laughs> oh my god it could almost make me cry you already are oh, crying you guys, guys i'm just... so emotional this week like i can't even but that could make me cry <laughs> because There's it's the, the honest to god truth like it like watching those trip and falls. <laughs> see, <laughs> guess see what I'm saying? I, I laugh can't. when she cries, and she gets <laughs> and then she she's cries. making me laugh. But yeah, I'm glad the camera's off. Yeah, we did turn the camera off. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong with me? I like can't even take myself. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not usually like this. But yeah, I mean, I think that's the same with anyone that you love. I mean, like with my best friends, for example, and and my brothers and my parents. When I see them hurting. It's hard. So I I can't even imagine the kind of level that would be on when I literally, when you birthed me. Yeah. I I came, like, I, I, I am, (laughs) I am, I can't even process that. Like, I can't imagine having a life inside of me for nine months. Oh, another thing that a lot of people asked, how painful is it really to have a kid? Oh boy. It is so painful, but I'm sure you've heard people say this. It's like, you forget the pain, and most moms do it again. There's not That's many, what I was like, going to say. You, you forget the pain because the love... Oh, no, I could cry again. The love <laughs> that is, like, like when this baby is, like... In your arms. I can't... Oh, my God, I can't even, like, wrap my head around it. it I have chills. just, like, the most amazing thing that you, like, literally forget everything that you just went through. Is it, like, immediate? Um, instant. Immediate. Then... The first cry, just, like puts chills through your entire body that is like oh my god you're mine and now I got to take care of you and protect you and give you the best life ever and just oh I have baby yeah. fever just from hearing that I'm just, no. guys I'm not having a kid anytime soon we don't even have a boyfriend we don't even have a boyfriend and if you're gonna be your boyfriend you better come knock on our door and yeah come meet us yeah green flags green flags green flags Quick intermission. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. We all hold way too much heaviness on our shoulders, on our chest. We keep things in our mind that we need to release. And sometimes it feels like there's nobody in our life that we can release our feelings to. And that's why I am 
the world's number one advocate for therapy. I love going to therapy. It's honestly been too long since I've been, but we're constantly carrying around so many big stresses and we keep it bottled up and it can affect us and the people around us so negatively. So I believe that going to therapy isn't only something that's good for you, but also good for the people around you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I want you to try BetterHelp. It is designed for you. It is designed online. You can connect with a therapist through a chat, through a video call, through a phone call. You can change therapists at no cost. It is made to be easy and affordable for you. It's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge, like I said. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash moments today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moments. Hear me out. The moms in our life deserve a spa day every single day. My mom is my rock star. She's the best ever and she prioritizes everybody but herself. I'm amazed at how much she can accomplish in one day. But something super cool is that this Mother's Day, you can make every day a spa day for all of the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. And let me just tell you right now, I use this duo every day. My skin has never felt softer and smoother and more amazing. But what it is, is a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers. It's the Undaria Allergy Body Oil and the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. And they both have the most incredible citrusy scent. And right now you can get an additional 10% off your first order with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. And listen, body care is self-care. So give your mom a chance to love herself and give herself the love that she deserves. Treat your mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code MOMENTS for 10% off. Okay, also going back to the birth thing. Obviously, you forget about the pain after you have the first one, whatever. When it comes, say you are having a second kid, it comes close to term, you're about to go to the hospital, whatever, you're going into labor. Do you have that fear again of, like, the pain? Does it come back? Oh, yeah. Like, is it harder to have the second one than it is to have the first? And then, like, what about the third? Like, how was that? Yeah, like, as you get closer to the end and you kind of get a little PTSD, it kind of comes back to you quickly, but then same thing happens like you just like go through hell and all the pain and then you have the baby and you forget it again but mm-hmm. it does you you definitely have triggers you know what I mean like going to the hospital I remember saying to dad like oh my god okay now this is gonna happen or like yeah it's you like know. knowing what's I right. mean it, it honestly obviously it's such a different thing it's literally two opposite sides of the scale but same thing like with my mental health when I notice that when I finally get better I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that I went through that. Like, I'm right. so glad I learned from that. And I took those lessons. And I, f- I feel on top of the world. And then I can feel myself falling again. And I'm like, oh, no. And it, I, I feel like it's kind of similar to that. Like, when you know you're going yeah. down a bad mental health path again, you just, well, that's it sucks. What, yeah, it's And then you get back to the top. And you're like, oh, this was supposed to happen. I was supposed to learn from yeah. it. I mean, those are two completely different things. No, but, but still. with any kind of pain, like whether it's like a boyfriend cheating on you or something else mm-hmm. happening, like when you're in that moment, that's the, like hardest pain and you're in the most hurt of your life, but like Eventually, you're going to learn from it or you're going to get this amazing baby from it or whatever mm-hmm. it is in your life, it's going to turn back into flowers. Like Yeah. And I think that that, that is the one thing that keeps me like such a delusional optimist is just that anything can happen and I'm like oh okay it's supposed to happen you know my dream of owning a van just got crushed well I guess we move on to the next thing and we figure it out and it really works as cheesy as it sounds it literally gets me through every single struggle that I have in my life but the thing is you have to believe it like you can't just say oh everything happens for a reason but then in the back of your mind you're not accepting it you have to fully 100% all in just accept that everything is happening for a reason. But you're, like, super special in that way. Like, well, that's why you're doing what you're doing now. Like, you have mm-hmm. a special talent to, like, teach that to people and make people understand that because, like... But now you're going to make me cry. Well, I mean, like, just... Well, yeah, I might. I don't know. Like, it's just something so special and most people, like, don't have somebody in their lives telling them that or, you know 
they're not believing it, but like you telling it and every day instilling this into people's lives are going to like change lives because you do mine. Like, <laughs> stop doing this. Why? But like you, you do, you like, I'll be like going through stuff and I forget. Next thing you know, you're like, just like blowing it off. Like mom, you're crazy. Come on. Like what? Let's just keep going. You know? Yeah. I mean, and, it's definitely a blessing and a curse because sometimes it's like, I want to hold, like I want to feel more emotions. I want to be able to to feel more things, and I just don't. But I sometimes think you don't, like you're missing that gene. Yeah, but it has to be there, and you you eventually. The problem is, is you like, you like do push it all like under the rug too much. I'm like, do you have any emotion? Like, you need to show something, but then you're I have dramatic. A, it's I have like like a buildup. Yeah, it's like a buildup, and it's a total freaking break, and then we might deal with it for a little bit. And then again, and then I go back around. to realizing, okay, it's happening for a reason. Yeah. Here's my breakdown. I'm accepting it, and I'm moving past it. But you need to. You could deal with some emotions along the way. Like yeah. it's important to deal with emotions. Like. It's okay to cry. Not like me. I've been a baby all week. But, like, it's okay to cry. Like, you have to, like, understand, like, that getting that out Mm -hmm. is refreshing. And the thing is, I say that all the time. And I think that that's one thing I'm very hypocritical about is I'm, like, talk about your emotions. Feel them. And it's something I'm working on. And I've told you guys that I work on it. but, But it really is so important to just allow yourself to feel the things but know that it's happening. You're on the right path. And you're supposed to be feeling it, but, but don't just, don't do what I do where you put it off and then you eventually just have a breakdown and then tell yourself you can feel it. We just, just find the balance, work yeah. on finding the balance. It's a journey that we're all on. I mean, none of us are perfect. We all have our different flaws, our different struggles. And I mean, me and my mom have similar ones, but still we have yeah. totally different ways of navigating through our mental health. Yeah, we do. Which is just so interesting because everyone does. So, yeah. I mean... We could be saying stuff that might have, might not resonate with you at all, but, or you're like, oh my God, that's exactly what happens to me, which I just think is so fascinating how different we all are. Yeah, we are. But anyways, enough of the sappy, sappy sappiness. I think both of us almost (laughs) cried for a second there. We're going to talk about the S word. We're going to talk. I can't say it. Can you say it? No, because like, it's such a weird word to me. Like I struggle with that. I don't like that word. Guys, I I can't even say I'm on my pee period <laughs> like i can't even say that so we're gonna talk about sex ooh, ooh, ooh. but it was the most common question that was in the thing in the in that little box so many different variations of just talking to your parents about this how to i mean tell them anything about it how to ask to go on birth control when you know it's right so i think that's the first question i have is like as a female when do you know when is the right time to to have with someone guys i literally can't even say the word (laughs) we need to get past that okay can we say it together on three one One, two two, three three, sex sex. (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh okay okay how do you know when it's the right time what are the signs what should you feel how do you know can you teach me because i don't know no i I, that is like when it comes a, down to the first time, I mean, obviously there's things like, you know, you have to feel safe with the person. You have to make sure that no one's forcing you into it. You have to just make sure that you're ready. But like, what are other, other things to be aware of? Like, how do you know that someone's not just think about like being a teenager? How do you know that someone's not just trying to get you to do that, to please them? And how do you know that they actually want to be with you for more than that? Well, I mean, the, I think, like, the first thing is, like, time for me. Like, you know, you can't be with somebody for, like, a week or two or dating somebody for, like, a month. And I know everybody might, like, laugh at me for, like, saying this. But, like, it's the honest to God truth. Like, I just feel like you need to be with somebody for... No, and I... I think the same way. Long amount of time because, like, you know, you know how things are. The first couple weeks, everything is just like amazing, and you know, a couple months in, but like six months in, where are you? You Mm -hmm. know, do you still love each other? Do you still like have fun with each other? Do you feel that connection? To me, me, the thing is, it it gets super messy and and stuff because I'm the same way. I think that I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna do that with someone if I haven't been. If I don't know that I'm gonna date them or I'm already in a relationship with them and I'm truly so comfortable. But a lot of people 
are not in that same boat because of the way that hookup culture has become. Like, I mean, you know how college is. I, I went to FSU for like two, not even two years, guys. But I, I've always told my mom that just the hookup culture there is literally you just go home with someone, you do that with them, and then you never talk to them again. And that's very common. And I think that obviously to each their own, if, if this part like doesn't resonate with you and you want to do whatever you want with your body, that's fine. Like this isn't judging you. This is just, if you are younger and you do have these questions, just hear us out, I guess. Like, I I mean, how do you avoid that hookup culture? Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't know. I had to leave the whole school to get away from it. Okay. So like I had, you know, like through high school, we dealt with the same thing. This is Mm -hmm. like been the way it has been forever. Like I had friends in high school and, you know, we would all go out together and they were, you know, hooking up with boys every night and, you know, it'd be kind of interesting and funny because we would be like in a group and, you know, there's like three girls and three boys, whatever it is. And they're like, oh, let's, you know, go home with them. And I'd be the one like, all right, I'm going to sit out back. And like, it was so no, weird. That's how high school is There was too. like one of those boys. Oh, well, I thought you were going to like hook up with me. They're all in the room hooking up. Nope. Sorry. You picked the wrong girl. Like that was just me. And I think it was probably a lot of me like probably being insecure with myself too that goes back to like a lot of the struggles like I didn't like trust what I don't know I was just super insecure with myself and with my body and with just everything else so I think that's like the way I dealt with it was like just didn't put myself in those situations no and I struggle with the same thing I think even now like I I have this fear of intimacy just because I'm insecure about like that like I don't know it grosses me out like I I've I mean, I literally don't even think I've ever told my mom that I've had the S word before. But I mean, I think you, well, I, I think was in I, I was in like a 10-month relationship, but still, I yeah. never even got to a point where I was like comfortable. I was comfortable enough with the person that it was with, but still, just in general, I don't know. No, but I'm still the same way. So it's interesting. It's, it's just still like the way I am as a person, even though I've been like almost married for like 21 years. Mm-hmm. Like it's just crazy. I think everyone is just like different. I just like like, I tell anybody, just, like, respect yourself as trust, much as you just can. Just trust your gut. And trust you the person you're with. And you can't let people like, convince you of yeah. things. And, obviously, easier said than done. But but know your worth. Know, like, what yeah. you really stand for. And if you genuinely feel like this is someone who is going to be with you in the long run and who loves you for more than your body, then I think if you feel ready, you're ready. Yeah. It doesn't matter how long that is, but you have to trust your gut. If you're just doing it to just please this person and if that's why they love you then I hate to say it but they don't right and you're only gonna feel worse about yourself later it's gonna come back and you're gonna kind of it always does and it's just you just have to to know yourself and to like really just know how much you're worth like mm -hmm. you have you have one body and you need to love it and take care of it the way I see it is like your body is a temple, yeah. and the only people who are going to be allowed into that are the people who worship you and who are going to see you at your worst and still be there, not just when you're at your best. And it's sometimes just such a hard pill to swallow because there's people that are like that that we don't want to like let go of. Like if you have a crush on someone right. and that's all they want to do with you, you you choose to believe that they want more than that. Right. But I think that deep down we always know, and and yeah. instead of just finding our self-worth and like tuning into that I, I like that feminine energy I don't know you just we we just we're all people pleasers sometimes and we just have to learn to put ourselves first and yeah. to love yourself and to be very aware of who you're allowing into you literally <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean for it to be like that I just meant <laughs> anyways Oh anyways oh boy Okay, so all of that being said, if I were to ask you, like, and tell you that I wanted to go on birth control, how, like, what's the best way for me to do that? I mean, when I actually did go on birth control, it was literally just because my best friend went on birth control and her mom was a nurse, so I think she just got it for both of us. And I literally wasn't even sexually active. I'm not on birth control right now because I'm also not, but, um, how, how, what is the best way for me to ask you if we were to be back in that whole same position? Because a lot of people don't know how to ask their mom. I think it's probably, like, the hardest thing to ask because if you're... I got lucky. I think I tried yeah. to ask... I wanted to go... 
Well, also, I'll no, be wait, honest. Why did you want to get on birth I control? I wanted to go on birth control because I wanted my boobs to she get She wanted boobs. That is exactly the honest to God And truth. I would text her. Oh, my gosh, yes. guys. I would be at cheer practice in high school, and, and my friends would brag about how they were on birth control and their boobs got so yeah. big. And I was like, Mom, please, please, her boobs got two sizes bigger. And yeah. I had no boobs, guys. Um, no, but that I was do, I do remember that, and I didn't want to, like, and I didn't want to say yes to it because it's like, why put that stuff into your body until you need it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like medications. We're not, like, pill poppers in any way. And I really just, it wasn't a yeah, good reason. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> I think a lot of it, thinking back, it's like, I, instead of wanting bigger boobs, I should have just kind of learned to love what I had. And yeah. I never, I mean, I never, I don't think that either of us realized that at the time. Like, that's not why she was telling me no. Right. And that's not why I just kind of made that realization right now. Like, you gotta, you gotta love yourself for what you are, who you yeah. are. I mean, that's totally off topic of birth control, but anyways, just a little piece of advice. But yeah, it's difficult because if you're asking to get on birth control, you're basically at the same time telling your mom that you um, want yeah, to, I kind of want to, you know, you know that word. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, and as a parent, like if you came to me and like, I knew you were like, had a boyfriend and you were dating for like a month or two and you came and asked, like I, I would, well. What would I do? I would cry. You would cry. And, <laughs> and then we, like, I would obviously put you on it. I would. You would be res- understanding. Yeah. I would respect that you're, you're coming to me. And, and as a parent, I would hope, you know, other parents would like put you on it and like, mm-hmm. like appreciate that your child came to you as hard as it is because like it's the hardest it's just like thing accepting to ask. That- it's like when that happens at that point, it's really like, oh, she, she's, a, she's a grown up. Like she's really getting old and she's not my baby anymore. Like, I feel like yeah. that's how I would be as a mom. I would be more like, oh, she's an adult. Yeah. No, it's really, it's a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> I mean, really, <laughs> yeah, it is. But you can't, as a parent, you can't say no then because you know, Kids are always going to find a way to get things. Or, you know, imagine the consequences yeah. of saying no and then your child or, And you I know. mean, not even as a mom. If you're a kid listening to this, it's like, don't, as, much, as hard as it's going to be, you, you have to, if you're going to do those things, you have to get on those things because you don't want to risk It's an adult happen. thing. You're it making an adult decision to get in bed with someone you have to make the adult decision to do what's right and protect yourself Mm -hmm. i mean it's a big girl thing it is it's gross it really i don't like talking about it but i mean it it was the the thing that people asked the most so yeah i mean we had to okay so i mean that's really i think all we're gonna get into on that topic just because i don't want to talk about it anymore (laughs) but say for example Someone gets their heart broken because they let someone take advantage of them. Really, just in general, the question is, do you have any tips on handling heartbreak? Because I'm not very good at this one because I honestly can't say I've really had my heart broken. But I'm sure you're, old, you're older than me. You have. You've been through things. Like, what, are, what gets you past that initial heartbreak? Yeah, heartbreak is hard. And I think, like, even, a, like, watching your kids go through it is, like, even harder, but I, I would say like, cause we get so invested in yeah. someone else and then, yeah, we do. And then it's like, kind of like you feel alone. Mm-hmm. I think after is like a big thing. Like if you spend a lot of time, like, you know, with your boyfriend and you guys break up and you go through that heartbreak, you feel alone, which I think is what most people go through. So I would say like having a close community around you, like friends around you, like try to like get out and hang out with your friends, go do fun things, hang out with your family, like Mm -hmm. keep your mind busy instead of just like staying in your room and because we isolate ourselves. I mean, same thing I've talked about in past episodes and just in general, when we're going through rough patches, we completely disconnect and it's the opposite of what we need to do. Even though it feels like no one can say anything that's going to make you feel better. They will. I mean, it might not feel like it in the moment, but just, just keep your circle close and just know that, if this person is meant to be in your life, eventually they'll come back around and they will be a part of your life. And and it's really a win-win because if that doesn't happen, then you're going to find someone better. You're going to find someone who's really meant for you and really loves you for who you are. And I think something else important like along that topic is, 
you know, when you are dating someone and you're, you're in high school or college, whatever it is, like, don't lose your friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, and don't we cut all, them off. Like, that's what most people do. They cut them off and they have their boyfriend and that's their whole I've world. I've been there. I mean, Guys, I've seen like, it. you need to keep your circle of friends no in- matter what. Like, that's so important. Do not ever isolate yourself to one person or one friend or one boyfriend. Like, you need to have a circle. And don't lose yourself in a relationship. I think that's something a lot of people do, especially when it's so new, it's so fresh, you're so in love. You give your all to that person that you just lose yourself sometimes in the mix and you you change your morals and you change the way you think because of the way the other person thinks and just be aware of that. Be aware of who you are and who you want to be and and even through a relationship you have to stay independent. You oh, have yeah. to stay like yourself because if you go all in and you give up who you are, God forbid something happens, it's that much harder to get through the heartbreak and to move on. Well, I think I've always taught you that. Like, you mm-hmm. need to, no matter what, be an independent woman. And that's a hard pill for, like, a guy to swallow. Like, in the oh, beginning, too. Oh, it's been a too, struggle, like, I mean, with that's me because hard. I honestly do it too much. And I think that that's why I've only been able to really have one long-term relationship is I'm almost too independent. So... Life really is about balance. It all goes back to balance. But I, I like, can't see myself with a boyfriend, one, because it just feels like so much work. Number two, I'm so independent. And, like, I don't want to give my all to one person. So I guess if there's anyone else in that same boat, like, what are tips for me to, like, allow So I mean, you know how I am. Yeah, and, I mean, I was the same way. Like, I'm, like, super independent and always had my job and support myself and this and that. And sometimes you have to, like let your guard down a little bit, but I think that comes to trust. There is a part of like being so independent when it really comes to also trust, like Mm -hmm. trusting somebody with, with you. Like it's, it's a hard thing. Like, so you just rather be like, you know, put on like my Superman cape here and like, be like, I can handle everything on my own. I'm so independent instead of like at times, like letting your guard down a little bit and letting a person love you and take care Mm -hmm. of you. Like that's been a huge thing with like, daddy and I, you know, like just like learning to let him in. Mm -hmm. I have an absolute (laughs) shield up. Like I know there's times I think about how much I want a boyfriend. Like, Oh, it would be so nice to, you know, take really cute pictures with someone and like have someone love me and like go on trips together. But I just don't do that. Like, I don't know. Anyways. Because you just, you, it's a hard thing sometimes. Yeah, we are. Like we're just like every day figuring it out. We, and we never have it all figured out. I'm still figuring it out, and yeah. I'm old. I mean, <laughs> no, you're not old. You're you're just <laughs> older than me. Wiser. Uh, Actually, I can't say that with you because you're wiser than me. No, we both are wise in different topics. So True. We, okay. We learn from each other. I mean, those were most of the questions that you guys asked, and I think that we covered a lot of things within answering those questions, but... I think that this went pretty well, and we should do this more. Like, I feel so comfortable. Like, now I could keep talking. I know, but I feel like I can't think of anything else to talk. It did take us, like, an hour. Look at the time. It took us a long time to, like, just A really long time to just get in the zone. But I do think that moving forward, when we do a part two, this will be so much easier. Yeah, but they might be like, get rid of that mom. We don't want her on there. I don't think they're going to do that. Guys, please don't <laughs> hype up my mom, because now she's going to be all worried that you guys are going to hate her. She's the best. Oh, no, oh. that was fun. It that really, was fun. It was fun, and I'll do it again. It's honestly so weird because while we are talking and while the mic is on, I feel like that there's actually people in here right now listening to us. No, which is so weird, yeah. Because there's literally... I feel literally, like we're, like, on stage somewhere. No, and there's, there's, there's no one in here. <laughs> we're in the car This, this is just a speaker. It's so weird. But it's, it's just really a real feeling. Because I know that it's going to reach you guys, and I think that after the first episode of that happening is why I now feel like people are in the car, because... Guys, I don't know. My brain works really, really in weird ways, but I mean, this podcast is going to be fun. But like, we did it. We did I, it. Are you proud of me? I'm so proud of you. <sighs> Guys, we, we've been meaning to, well, first of all, we've had some, you know, actual difficulties in why we haven't recorded, but also I think we were both just pushing it off because yeah. we were nervous, but give me a high five. We did it. We did it. And we're going to do it again. Yeah. And I can officially say I had my first guest on the podcast you did. and it was my and mom I'm so honored it was me it was my mom yes. and we were recording the camera died 
kind of five minutes after we started. So really, I think all you're gonna see on TikTok is our bloopers, but they're probably funnier <laughs> they're than probably everything really else. Funny. Anyways, <laughs> so before we end this off, mom, what is one thing, one last piece of advice that you have for everyone my age, and and honestly anyone who's listening, just one tip. Probably to continue to chase those dreams, to be like a dream catcher, to always like I've always come up with these like crazy ideas in my head and I want to like take over the world and I think I've always told you just like oh, anything yeah. you want to do you can do it and like you're lucky like you have the support of me to be as crazy yeah, as I you mean, are my but, mom's like... my literal hype man and <laughs> I can tell her that I want to run across the country and buy a van and even if it doesn't work out she still supports me like and we, we learn it. from it and and every single time it works out so don't give up on your dreams. Yeah. Everything is possible. I never imagined to be recording a podcast in the car with my mom, and I don't think she did either. No, like, never. I can't even, like, like helping talk in front people. of people. Like, and this is my biggest insecurity. And this is the crazy thing. Every insecurity that I've had in my life, my child, <laughs> for some reason, makes me, like, have to live it and get through it. Like, like, my mom, grandma, Mimi, like, watching that, like, everybody knows I can't even, like, talk on camera. I can't do things. And, like, mm -hmm. you are making me do that. I'm breaking your shell. Totally. I'm like, get out, get out, get out. But this is all I say is, like, chase your dreams. I have Dreamcatcher tattooed on the back of my neck. Mm -hmm. But, like, I can't do it myself because I get scared. But I get to, like, do it through you and live through you. And, like, with you. Well, we need to do you. it together. Well, we're doing it together. Like, yeah. yeah. So, it doesn't just just don't give up just follow those dreams chase them chase those dreams girl yep, chase them. those dreams what the <laughs> heck um we're gonna end off on that note we answered most of the questions you guys had and we will do a second one if you guys want it if you want to hear my mom talk more we're so down to do it i think we're pros now but i love you guys and i'm really excited for next week's episode i think it's gonna be probably the most personal i'm gonna get because it's something i just went through and it sucked but you know what we're vulnerable we go through the moments together. That's why this is called Moments. But I love you guys, and I hope you're smiling, and I will see you next Monday. I love you. You're the best. Okay, bye. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big